What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to your weekly vibe check. And uh, I'm sure you're wondering what the fuck just happened to this show. Uh, new cover art, new name. What the fuck is the deal? <laughs> um, well, I basically, I started season two of The Growth Zone at the beginning of this year. Uh, and... As I started doing episodes and uh, I continued like doing my normal life, building businesses, coaching, all of that kind of stuff, I noticed that the way my messaging uh, to the world in general, I guess you could call it my truth, uh, was starting to just kind of like shift a little. And I felt pretty quickly that I needed to change some things in order to kind of realign the show with this new sense of self it sounds so intense and I guess in some ways it might be but just in general um wanted to address the obvious because before you clicked on this episode you saw the name change so um anyway same format new episodes every Monday serving as regular weekly vibe checks to help progress the realization of your self two words capital s um, this week I had a pretty powerful conversation with a childhood best friend of mine and I wanted to share it here. I thought it would be a perfect kind of like segue from what, you know, the growth zone used to be to what vibe check is now. Um, it's a perfect lead, I think, into the new types of conversations and content that this show will reflect. So, uh, I was talking with uh, a friend of mine that I've known since we were very young. Uh, we were talking about why he's been feeling so stuck lately. And by lately, I'm talking like over the last couple of years, I would say. Uh, and as we started to chat about that feeling for him, I started to notice a pattern in his decision-making. I'm diving right into this. I'm just letting you know. Uh, I don't know how long this is going to be. It might not be anywhere near as long as I think. But on the... What's usually on par for me is things go longer than I anticipate, so I'm just getting right to the fucking, not beating around the bush, getting straight to the point. So we were chatting, and I was like, okay, this dude is showing clear patterns in how he's making decisions right now. Um, and this is one of those moments where I'm actually going to, I'm gonna, I'll just give you the, the, the punchline ahead of time, right? Like I'm just going to give you the moral of the story first um, so that I can just tell this fucking story without having to like filter my words or <clears throat> whatever. So moral of the story is that if you keep making yes decisions on something that's a straight up clear no for you, you are going to end up in hell. That's like, and that's a, like a guarantee. It's a promise basically. And um, so I was talking to my friend about this. We'll call him Matt. That's not anywhere close to his name. Uh, so we'll call him Matt. Um, and we were we were chatting about this because he has continued to make decisions in his life uh, that were obvious wrong turns for him, obvious decisions that were going to land him in an even unhappier position than he's currently in right now. Um, I'm talking like there's a blinking neon obvious sign like right in front of him telling him to say no. And not just him, his friends, his family, parents, multiple girlfriends, himself even, 
like all telling him not to do it. Like he was even talking to himself out loud throughout, you know, the last few years of his life and admitting, and he remembers admitting to himself in certain situations that the decision he was about to make wasn't going to make him happy. And it wasn't going to get him any closer to what he wants. In fact, it was going to get him further away from where he wanted to be, right? Don't take the job. Don't stay with your girlfriend. Don't people please, you know? And what does he do? He <laughs> takes the job that he knows he will hate, settles for the girl uh, that he sometimes likes. And uh, he is everybody else's yes man, basically, except for his own. Like, <laughs> like, and when I asked him, so we were talking about this and uh, he was kind of telling me like those were clear examples. And I, I got his permission to share this, by the way, um, even though I'm keeping his name anonymous, if you will, um, he listens to the podcast, so he's going to hear this. Uh, what's up, Matt? <laughs> um, but we were chatting about this. He was telling me literally about those situations with jobs, with girlfriends, with people that he was seeking approval from. And he was like, I don't even know why I'm seeking approval from these people. I don't even like, like them. Right. So it's like all this stuff. And so I asked him, I was like, I asked him why, uh, I, I was like, dude, why are you willingly choosing things that you know, aren't going to make you happy? Like if you are sitting here telling me that you remember when you remember when in multiple situations, you remember telling yourself not to do that thing, not to do this thing, but you did it anyway, knowing that it was going to make you unhappy. I was like, so it wasn't even a subconscious thing, really. Why are you consciously making those choices? And he basically said, he goes like, I think I'm just afraid of success. I'm, I'm afraid to be happy. I'm afraid of happiness. And first of all, total crap, okay? No one is afraid of that. Like you're not afraid of happiness. You're not afraid of success. You're afraid of some negative consequence that you've been trained to associate with those things, right? So growing up, whatever's happening in life, you're learning from somewhere, from someone, somehow in some sort of circumstance or situation that success, happiness, uh, your personal power, whatever it is, that those things are bad or, or wrong, so I asked him, I basically was like, okay, fill in the blank of this sentence. And I was like, when I achieve success, then blank, then what, right? Or, or when I achieve happiness, then what? And I told him to finish those sentences with the honesty of what he actually believes to be a consequence of success or happiness. And it was super awkward, dude, because it took him probably like two, three minutes of pure silence on the phone before he said anything. It was super awkward for him because I think he thought that I was just asking a rhetorical question um, and you could literally feel the awkwardness through the phone. But eventually I think he kind of figured out that I was like, bro, I need uh, like, tell me like what, what happens when you, when you get what you want, when you succeed and when you're happy. And eventually he was like, when I achieve success, uh, people might leave me like when I'm happy like I'm afraid that I'm gonna lose everybody and he went down a path of kind of admitting and remembering and getting clear on things and he went down this path of kind of showing me that he felt like if he became more successful 
than his family, then they would resent him or envy him or get too jealous, leave him out, right? Almost as if they decide when someone gets to outgrow the family. And so after he finished speaking, I was like, so can you see what you're actually afraid of here? Like, are you afraid of success or are you afraid of being alone? And by the way, these fears of, just to interject super quick, like these fears of being alone or being abandoned don't pop up out of nowhere. It's literally like not possible for you to be afraid of something without having a previous or prior experience with that fear, right? That's why babies, when they're about to touch a hot stove, they're not like scared to touch the hot stove, right? It's only after they touch the hot stove for the first time and are burned, it's only then that they're afraid of the hot stove all of the subsequent times that they approach it. You see what I'm saying? So something has had to have happened to you in the past, and it's usually as a child, but it could be any, any, any event, big or small. We'll talk about trauma a different day, but like trauma isn't just like huge, massive events that happen to you. But something at some point in your life has happened to you in the past that made you afraid of being alone or abandoned in Matt's case, right? And so you see like some of us are sitting on the fence between doing what will make us happy and doing what will make other people happy at the expense of our own happiness. Like listen to this logic, you know what I'm saying? Like people will do what makes other people happy at the expense of their own happiness because that's what they think will make them happy. Like, do you see the flaw here? Do you see how this is like a never ending cycle of you always being miserable? So part of the solution here, in my opinion, is something I talk about all the time and it's to get around better people. This is a lot easier said than done, especially when you're dealing with something like Matt is when it comes to family. Um, because like that's a, it's a whole different layer and again that's for another episode but in my opinion part of the solution is to find people who will literally let you shine in matt's case i think that people will allow him to be his authentic self and be good at what he does and experience success and praise him for it not walk away from him for it right so and here's like a little bit of context. Turns out his family isn't actually his family. They're just his relatives, right? Same blood, uh, in my opinion, doesn't make you family. It just makes you related. And so his current so-called family, you know, tries to push him away or sabotage his success or his happiness when they notice that he's starting to get ahead in life. And those are the people he surrounds himself with. And those are the people whose approvals he's seeking, at the expense of his own happiness. Remember? Like, am I, like, driving that home enough? I hope so. Like, like, just, do you see how this cycle, just one thing keeps leading to the next, and it's just this constant vicious cycle of approval and depression and approval seeking and depression and people pleasing and doing all of these things, right? So anyway, so Matt, right? He's basically my brother, and so... He's not actually, but I grew up with this dude. We met when we were, I believe, five. Um, and needless to say, I know a little bit about the household that he grew up in, who he grew up in, in the the family situation that he's had growing up, and things like that. And for starters, 
it wasn't a super wealthy household. They weren't poor. Uh, they always had food on the table. Um, they had a couple vacations every once in a while, but ultimately still a pretty small house with parents that have to work more than they can play, right? They were never home. Matt was always alone uh, and he hated it. He absolutely hated it. And you could like, I remember, dude, I remember this kid being in some of my classes in, in elementary school. And I remember uh, that like he, I remember that he would just like, like lash out. Like if he wasn't done with an assignment and the teacher was like, time's up, he would literally like throw a temper tantrum. Well, I guess it wasn't grade school. It was probably like that preschool, like four or five years old, when right when we were meeting, like right before we started kindergarten. So like all that, all that to say, when his parents weren't around, when he was always alone, uh, he's an only child, uh, and, and all of this stuff was happening, like he obviously felt like extremely rejected for so many years as a kid ding, 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 <laughs> right? Like he's not afraid of success. He's afraid of more rejection and more abandonment. And by the way, these are all things that we uncovered together on the phone. Like he observed this about himself out loud in conversation with me. These are not my interpretations of him. This is like basically a summarization of things that he was naming himself. So uh, we chatted for a while and I was like, so you're not afraid of succeeding. You're afraid of rejection, right? You're afraid of rejection along the way. And you're afraid of what you believe the consequences will be if you actually do achieve your goals. Because of that combo that we had, like he was actually able to gain massive clarity about a lot of things in his life. I'm talking, he was able to get so clear that his energy levels have been a complete 180. He sounded like a completely different person that now than he was when I talked to him. He has ambition, he has motivation, he has purpose, he has desire. Like I can hear it in his voice and I can feel it in the energy through the phone. All things that were lost on him when we had this convo, I would say about a month ago, it was definitely this year in 2022. And I'm recording this mid-February. Now, personally, uh, this is not an official recommendation. I'm not like a professional of anything in this field. But I personally believe that he just needs a little bit of breath work to help him express a lot of the things that he's starting to uncover and a lot of the things that are starting to surface inside of him. And if he can just do that, he's going to be unstoppable free, unchained from his limiting beliefs. And that, my friends, is the conversation that made me want to help people on a different, deeper level. It inspired the name change of this show. It made me want to take my coaching to a completely different planet. And it made me feel so fulfilled in a way that I've never felt before. And it made me feel so in alignment with myself in a way that I've never felt before. I had never felt so at center than during and basically like right after that conversation. <sighs> Just got to breathe for a sec. Yeah. So welcome to Vibe Check <laughs> where we talk about shit like this too. You know, 
Yes, business will always be a large part of what I talk about. I mostly serve entrepreneurs and high performers, but at the end of the day, business is really only like 2% of who I am as a human being. Some people I know, like one of my business partners, Coda, like business is literally probably like 40% of who he is. He fucking loves it. And he is absolutely addicted to the game of business. It's his thing. He's a fucking savage. And that's just, it's a big part of who he is. But even someone like that, who on the outside seems so all just all about business, 40%, that's not even half of who he is, dude. There's so much about him that isn't business, right? So for me, it's a much smaller part of me, businesses, but it's a part of me nonetheless. And a part of me that gets a lot of attention for me right now because of the stage that I'm in right now in life. I'm young, I'm married, I don't have kids. So this is literally the time for me to focus on my career as much as possible. But that said, like, fuck dude, it's such a small part of me. And I think the part that kind of has been putting all of this into perspective for me is that I've had friends recently tell me on a few separate occasions that they love the way that I think and they love how I'm able to see people so uniquely. And like I've had two separate people tell me this more than once over the last couple of months, which I think is wild. And so I know that I've got so much more to give than just some business and mindset tips or advice or like just things about business that I'm going through. And I think it's literally just opening myself up to you guys in other ways that isn't just business and being able to show that there is more to life. And I know everybody knows that there is more to life. But the difference with how we're going to chat on this show moving forward is that we're going to get underneath the surface. And I'm super fucking stoked. And if you thought we were already getting underneath the surface, then like buckle the fuck up, dude. Get ready. Because this type of shit, like getting into more than just like what type of business stuff am I dealing with this week, that's the shit that I truly believe is life-changing. So hopefully the story that I shared about uh, Matt <laughs> added some value to you. Uh, welcome again to Vibe Check. I'm super fucking excited that you're here. Thank you for tuning in and listening. I am so, so, so grateful for you. So that's it for me, friends. I'm signing off. Until next week, I suppose uh, stay vibey.